everybody stand the joke man y'all see mike rogers of alabama lunge at republican matt gates on the house floor the other night <laughs> yeah they were voting in kevin mccarthy and i guess things got ugly Matt Gates is a maggot. Yeah, accused of messing around with underage girls, possibly at Jeffrey Epstein's. And I don't think that's why Mike Rogers lunged at Matt Gates. But regardless, I didn't buy the lunge. Yeah, when I'm that angry, I'm coming. I don't give a fuck how many people you got between me and you. I'll get to you. That's why I don't buy completely by the lunge you let pussies hold you back really you should have beat the shit out of them just so you could get to gates ain't no joke folks i i was in a fight one time in a parking lot and sky took my own brother-in-law clocked me i was fighting another guy and he was trying to get to somebody in a pickup truck and hit me to get me out of the goddamn way yeah bastard <laughs> Aside from memories past, we do have to have house decorum. That's it. Fuck it. Shit. Yeah, but we have to abide. It is an institution, and we have to respect it. But I don't want to take away from the lunge if it was genuine. I'll forgive you for not being in better shape, but bravo, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> okay. Hey. I'm a fat ass, and speaking of fat asses, why do fat asses have to go and take pictures in front of every construction project? It's just one of my observations. Every time some company is laying groundwork on some new project, every fat fuck in the company's got to get his face in the picture. What are they doing here? Don't take a picture in a fucking hard hat. You're not even standing on the work site. You're across the street. Oh, shit. Damn, now you're in the street. I found a hard hat uh, with a head still in it. I seriously have my doubts. Half those folks has ever so much as been on a bulldozer, let alone handled the demolition work they're taking a picture in front of. <laughs> But okay, I get it. It's a, it's a big project. You finally got it over the finish line. But how many people need to be in the picture? Really? Production manager, site manager, the lawyer, administrative people. What is that? A half a dozen people tops. We'll round it up or even double it and give you 12. How, how, how about that? There's 30 fucking people in the picture insignificant turds of big cheeky grins like they did something what are you smiling at i don't recall your fat ass rogering up with a shovel or anything those imposters are stealing your thunder like the dipshit in the mellow yellow t-shirt the one that your supervisor met on eHarmony. did he have to fucking come along who the hell is he? Why is he in the picture? Is he even employed? Oh, the new temp janitor. I'm glad he found a spot in the picture. 
didn't have to bring the mop. But we're glad you're here just the same, because every good company needs a dope dealer. <laughs> Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show, a properly Joke Man Productions LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios. Place the uh, toilet seat in the guest bathroom for like the 80th time in the past fucking decade. Uh, no, realistically, I've replaced it in the 20 years we've lived here at least a half a dozen times. At least it's fucking ridiculous. Look, I have a sweet, big, round, Shawnee Indian ass. It's built for fucking speed. Ask anybody I ran track with in shit in school. Yeah, I was quick. Thanks to my sweet ass. All right. (laughs) The point is, I need a reliable toilet seat, please. Toilet seats aren't much better than underwear. They're not meant to be family heirlooms, okay? But I'd like the one to last just a little while and not to be damn fragile. Here's a helpful tip for you. If you go to buy a new toilet seat... Fuck the metal bolts. You know, the toilet seats has got the metal bolts in the packaging that you can use to fasten the seat to the toilet bowl. You don't want the metal bolts. Fuck the metal bolts. Yeah, you're going to have a good time with those nice strip bolts trying to unfasten your broken toilet lid six months down the road because those fuckers strip so easy. It's shit, metal. You're better with the plastic bolts. So stick with those. And you'll find the plastic bolts on the goddamn wooden toilet seats, as though that makes any sense. Well, they, they're easier to deal with than the metal ones. So fuck the metal bolts. Don't I, I'd use railroad spikes to, <laughs> to hold the toilet seat to the toilet bowl if they had fit in that little groove, but they don't. I do want to say, though, the uh, soft close lid is really cool. That's nice. Doesn't last very long. It dies after a little while, especially if you have a sweet ass like mine. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I am an assassin. Bet your ass. Oh, yeah. Here's something else I'd like to start out Monday bitching about. If you're going to be on Naked and Afraid, look, that's fine. Exhibitionist, I'm fine with that. Or maybe you are. A genuine survivalist. I get it. And you do want to go out there and take off all your clothes and try to live with nothing for 21 days. Fine. I think some people do that now. It's not by choice, but they do it. Anyway, 
I don't watch the show too much unless there's like a chick with a really cute ass. Um, <laughs> you see how men think? We'll watch for that. Um, oh, yeah, their feelings and all that shit too. Sure, why not? Anyway, but I don't watch that much because... Damn it, I'm tired of watching city boys go out there and embarrass themselves trying to pretend that they're fucking, hey, I'm Dan Boone. They just completely reinvent themselves and all this piece of shit has lived in the Bronx his entire life. I understand that Daniel Boone never would have made it up there. That's a completely different style of surviving. So don't even try to convince me that your skills in the desert are going to help you if you're from the Bronx. What are you going to do? Roll a deer? <laughs> sure, Mr. Two Backs a Day. Have fun catching one. I watched an episode the other day of my wife. First thing the guy did, he wanted to get out there and go swimming, and he kept wanting to hug her because she was good looking. He had his little semi-rigid... And the whole time, I'm screaming at the TV, fire, you stupid ass. You need to get to building a fire like now. I'm not saying I know any better, but, you know, I did grow up in the country. I mean, you live on creeks and shit. And the first fucking thing you do, I think, is start a goddamn fire. You have to start the fucking fire. You're not building shelter yet. You need to get a fire going. Fire's everything. And you need to build the fire somewhere sensible. What the fuck are you building it out in the open for? It's going to get snuffed out the first rainstorm. We need to, we need a cliffside. We need something that we can canopy this shit and protect the goddamn fire. Because without that, we got dick. That's usually about that time Trish will look over and say, Would you please go in the other room so I could watch my damn TV show? Oh. In peace? Would you tape it? She's got a really cute back. And you can always tell if the two people are going to get along or not right away. All you have to do is look at the blur on the guy's dick. If it's up around the navel, they're going to get along just fine. That means, yeah, they're going to hit it off real good because he'll do everything she says. And that's the smartest move. Sorry, fellas, but some of the pussies I've seen on that fucking show listening to the woman was the smartest move. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Shut up and listen to her, okay? You might get laid out of it. Who knows? She could get hungry enough. All right. Hey, it's a simple fact, young fellas out there. If she's hungry and you're catching food, you're getting laid. You can count on it. 100%. Even if she is lesbian, you'll get laid. It's either sex with me or starve to death, Shug. <laughs> okay, look, I'm teasing there. I'm teasing. I'm kidding. Don't do not do that because she'll probably kill your ass and then eat you. The guys that don't listen and say they got this shit covered never have it covered. Like the dildo I saw on that show the other day, Mr. Tattoo Tribal Art. What the fuck? The tribal art does not help you out there in the tribal area at all. Yeah, especially if you don't even know what it means, dipshit. 
You're out there strutting around. For all you know, you got a billboard on the side of your arm telling the local indigenous folks to go fuck themselves. After all, you are on a show called Naked and Afraid. Maybe there's some shit out here you should be afraid of. Yeah, like the psychotic native people. Of course, he dismisses the whole fire concerns that she might have. He doesn't even want to start building a shelter yet. He wants to play. And of course, 9.30 that night after the sun's down, he's sitting there with an axe and a piece of shit flint trying to start a fire in wet grass during a goddamn rainstorm. Sometimes they get lucky, though, and guy knows what he's doing. You know, they, 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 I saw the episode where the guy killed a cobra, like, on day one. You know, on that night, that night they were, like, cooking cobra meat on, on a pickle jar lid or something. I don't even know where it came from. But then I watched another episode where on day one, first fucking day, this pussy was out there already drinking his own pee. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He convinced himself that he was dehydrated wasn't getting enough water on day fucking one. Oh my god i gotta i gotta drink my own piss and then the girl had to play wet nurse to his pussy ass she had to start the fire she had to build the shelter she did it all because he drank his own piss and got sick on the first fucking day She's breaking her ass day one. I'm watching the show. I'm just getting more and more aggravated every passing second. She built the bed so pussy could lay down. Now she's working on the fire too, collecting firewood and shit. She even went as far to collect and clean water. Yeah. So Dildo doesn't drink his piss anymore. She's doing all the legwork, all the tool work. I just kept hoping she'd take that machete and cut his head off. <laughs> Shit, yeah, Discovery Channel. You crank out some episodes like this, I might become a regular viewer. Cut his fucking head off. Go Ed Gein. Turn the top of his skull into a fucking bowl. That way you can have bug soup. You know, when you're really hard up for something to eat, you got a bug soup bowl ready for you right there. I mean, think about what we got here. I can see it now. 22-year-old Madison, car dealership secretary, sitting on a rock, butt-ass naked, next to a rotting male corpse, enjoying a tasty hot bowl of grasshopper soup and a fucking cobra sandwich. everything here we are we've got to take a quick run down to McAllister Oklahoma that's right Stan the Joke Man show is going to McAllister Oklahoma because our very own Agnes has a brand new segment for the show called Affair. We speak with Ukrainian military commander who tells us what it's like to be in a trench when the Russians are bombing it. When you start to hear 
or that kind of noise, or in the case of rockets, when you start to hear things like that, you kind of know it's 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 in your general area. Okay, so when I'm out there, I need to be listening for 120 millimeter cluster munitions and missiles. And if I hear any of that shit hit the ground, um, if if you know the the bangs are happening within a couple within a let's say 150 200 meters you, this is this is bad i don't plan on being in the same state oh my god um well what else do i need to be listening for when the bombs are falling if it gets any closer than that the ground starts to sh- i mean if it's at that distance and it's a one two two the ground will be shaking don't worry i'll be in the house if i'm safe there they're basically yeah when the windows start to go you know and like almost crack wait a minute what are you bombing my house for? What do the windows do again? Hey, are you related to Michael Winslow from Police Academy? So there you go, folks. If you find yourself in Ukraine and you hear any of these noises... Oh. All of those life-saving tips tonight, only on Agnesair. Great story, Agnes. Compelling and rich. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Agnes McAllister. We appreciate it. We'll have some more of those down the road. Um. All right, real, real quick. I'm going to touch on the royal family. On Prince Harry. What's going on between Prince Harry, Prince Bill, and Prince Chuck, or King Chuck? Let me tell you, I'm only sharing observations because I think watching this family riff is absolutely beneficial. We can all learn something from this family tirade if you pay attention. That's the key. Pay attention. The brothers, Bill and Harry, have been going at each other's fucking throats. They won't talk. I'm highly disappointed in King Chuck. King Chuck should be stepping in between these two and saying, hey, ceasefire, you two little shits. But he's not going to do that. Because one of the revelations I think I've discovered, something I always suspected was there, Camilla Parker can't fucking stand it. Mm-mm. Not then, not now, not ever. And I believe it's truly, finally beginning to reveal itself. What am I talking about? The second wife, Camilla Parker Bow movement. She is the driving hate force. Now, we don't know that, but I've always highly suspected she might have a little bit of contempt for Princess Diana's boys. Why would she? Princess Diana's dead. They're just innocent boys. And that may be true, but she still has contempt for him. And I'll tell you why I believe that is the case. It's so funny that noble people lack so much fucking nobility. Queen Elizabeth, King Chuck, Prince Philip, the whole lot of them, they come from the Windsor bloodline. Granted, it's a very old bloodline in the United Kingdom. But it's not the oldest. Princess Diana 
come from the Spencer bloodline. Now, if you know anything about genealogy at all, the Spencer family bloodline, at least I read, God only knows where, Spencer bloodline in UK has been around a hell of a lot longer than the fucking Windsors. They're the superior, most well-known, most noble bloodline in the UK. One of the oldest. Not Windsor, and especially not Parker. <laughs> Bowles, Bowles, whatever the fuck her name is. Camilla Parker, Bowel Movement, Windsor. <laughs> she wants to be the nobility she's married to, but she is not. Yeah. She married into a couple of names, but her bloodline don't mean shit. It's typical. I think it's fucking natural. A woman comes in. This is her home. She's trying to make it her own. And she's never been allowed to do that. Camilla Parker Bow movement. Fuck no. She's had to live under the Windsor Spencer umbrella this whole time. Hey, bitch. You're the one that laid down for Chuck. Not me. Not anybody else. And sure as hell, not the kids. That was a Camilla insignificant Parker Bowles decision. Yours. Fucking own it. And so you pocket your own fucking bullshit and pay attention to what's important. Filing for divorce and getting a book deal if you're that goddamn miserable. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show right here on a Monday, a fun day Monday. I'm glad to have you with me. Thanks for listening to the show, folks. Um, I'm going to kick off a new platform here within the next week or two. We're finally going to Apple. <laughs> That's right. We're going Apple. And if there's another platform that comes out called Orange or Banana, we'll get on that too. <laughs> no, uh, we're, we're going to be a broadcast. Stan the Joke Man show is going to be on Apple by next week at the very latest. Anyway, so looking forward to that. Uh, we'll keep you posted on the Spotify move. Other than that, folks, thank you for listening to this show. We broadcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from the Boys Room Studio on Amazon and Spotify and soon to be Apple until Wednesday. High noon, my friends. Adios, mi amigos. Bye, con Dios.